Confidant, my sweet ass witchy stars, the universe confidants. I'm Kelsey Dara, the host of Confidently Insecure, the podcast where we are absolutely sure we don't know everything. And this is a subject that I just like cannot get enough of. I We've been posting a little bit about it. Um, I've been implementing this into my daily routine, my life. And just like the universe and stars would like us to have um, good things in our life. It has brought me this week's guest, Aliza Kelly, <laughs> is here with us today. Aliza uh, is the host of the podcast Stars Like Us. She's also a, a Lore's resident astrologer and contributor, which is amazing. And you have a cosmopolitan. Oh, it's Cosmo? Yes, yes. As I- of. Yes, I was with Allure, Allure a few years ago, and then I switched. Oh. Not like switch, not like an. It wasn't like an issue, but I just started they doing that with Cosmo. It, Allure fully has it as like twenty twenty one articles. I, I know I went they are and read. Oh, they, it's okay. still my writing, but it's just they keep up changing the dates on them. Oh, uh, well, oh, well, good to know, bitch. We're going to I Cosmo know. instead. <laughs> and you've got an upcoming book. This is your destiny, and Aliza, I got something to tell you I didn't tell you before we started recording because I didn't want to like gas you up too much without hitting record bitch I already have your book I have this book and your other book oh, shut the fuck up the, the thinner one and I was looking for it and then I realized it's on my fucking nightstand because that's how much I use it and I no already way. had your book and they're so stunning. So you already have the mixology of astrology. And the other one is more of like a teaching you how to, it's like your journey. What's the name of it? Remind me. It's called Starring You. Starring uh, You? Jo- yeah. Wow. And, that's so cool. And I was like, yesterday writing on my questions, I was like, God, something is telling me that I need to like look into this a little deeper than my regular like guest research. And then I was like, oh my God, I have, I've had your books for years already. How that is, is that? so cool. I love that. And I have a little expression that I say called tank, which means there are no coincidences. So I would say that that is a tank. 100%. Okay. Well, needless to say, I'm so excited to dive into this with you. You've got a new book coming out. I want to touch on that first because I released a book and it was the most life-changing, crazy experience. And you're about to release, is this your third book? It is. Yeah. Tell me what is, this is your destiny. Well, This Is Your Destiny is like, I mean, it's a real person. (laughs) As you know, in writing a book, I mean, like Mm -hmm. the amount of times that I have like been like, I really understand what Jack Torrance from The Shining felt like when he was just trying to get some peace and quiet writing his (laughs) book is like very disturbing. You know, like writing a book is really an intense process. And this book was always going to be intense because Mm. the entire origin of it was like, okay, I've been doing this work for 10 years. Mm. How do I synthesize it both for myself and what I've gone through and how I have used these techniques to change my life, but also through the thousands of clients that I've worked with? What are these like universal truths that I've been able to extract and how am I going to write about it? And that was before COVID. And then like... It just so happened that I'm supposed to be my book first draft was supposed to be due in March uh, at the end of March. And suddenly, yeah, March 2020. And it was like, I don't 
want to write this book anymore. I mean, wow. like I, they're in the middle of a pandemic. Mm. I'm in New York City. Mm. Like all I hear is sirens all the time. Mm. Like every the world feels like it's changing. It's so uncertain. I have no idea what's going to come. Yeah. So I ended up rewriting the entire thing like what? a maniac. Yeah. Are you? That is insane. I will say that is absolutely batshit crazy. It, yes. And it the introduction is about that. It's mm. about writing a book during a pandemic. Right. <laughs> and I'm familiar. The very weird, <laughs> yeah, the very weird process that that is. Yeah. Um, but I'm really, I'm really grateful with the sort of internal reflection that I did and the mm. um, sort of allowing the truth of where we are in space and time right. to inform the way that I wanted to structure the book. Because fundamentally, mm. it's still a book about my journey and a book about the journeys of my clients and mm. how astrology is a tool for manifestation. Mm. But it also is aware of the fact that, you know, life is really variable. There's like right. a lot of crazy, unexpected things that can happen. Yeah. So how can we also work with and not work with astrology through that process? Oh, I love that. So what I love about the mixology of astrology is I had never like considered my personality traits, likes, wants, dislikes, uh, when it came to drinks to my personality or to my zodiac <laughs> sign. And then I was reading this for Leo and I was just like, Oh my, oh, she gets it. Like, let me pull up. Let me see. I've got so many bookmarked for like when people come over or like people in my life to make, oh, here's, we go Gemini. We're getting close. Cancer. Uh, 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 here we go. Leo. We got the breakfast martini. Excuse me. The fortune teller, uh, the, the cosmopolitan bitch. If I ain't Carrie Bradshaw, like I don't want it. <laughs> so what I loved about this book and your second one is it's, untraditional it's not like a sit down read a novel um like most book deals are and my book is like that my book is a workbook so is this is your third book a more traditional route are we getting more of you or are we getting what are we getting in the format so it is actually divided into seven sections Ooh. primarily. There's more chapters in that, but the bulk of it are these seven chapters that are that address different topics that continue to come up and sort of like I synthesize as the most important topics. So identity, money, relationships, um, career, intimacy, so like sexual relationships. Yeah challenging times and then intuition. Mm -hmm. um, and those seven core topics are sort of unpacked through stories from my clients, unpacked through personal experiences with them. And then at the end of each chapter, we have two different manifestation exercises uh -huh. to help you connect with what that means for you and how and give you some tools when you're navigating those types of things. Because you know, what I found, especially when I was doing sort of my due diligence and like reading a lot of like self-help and self-actualization books prior to writing this is I felt like a lot of them sort of glossed over the fact that life is really fucking hard. Yeah, and no one asked that, for this. <laughs> right. And like obviously like manifesting and like law of attraction and like, you know, living your dreams are like wonderful in theory. Yeah. But if you don't have the tools to navigate them when your life is falling apart, it's kind of bullshit. So I wanted yeah. to like address that specifically. I wanted to address yeah. the fact that these are tools that you could use 
you know, whether you are on the top of your shit and you are like really like Killing everything it. is working or yeah. things are crumbling at your feet and you're like, how am I going to get back on track? So that's what that. the book is sort of structured around. I love mine is broken up into three parts. My second book that I'm actually currently working, working on, working, working. on, <laughs> is, I think it's going to also be split in. I don't want to reveal too much, but it's going to be split up into sections as well. But I love the idea of a toolkit because that's often how I refer to my book is I'm like, this is just a tool box that you can open up at any time and use one of these things. But I want to hone in more on exactly what you're talking about with manifestation. So I don't even know if we like said it in the beginning, but do you consider yourself like what do you consider your your title to be? I, I mean, I'm definitely an astrologer. I'm definitely an author. But I would say that I'm also a mystic. I would wow. say that that's probably like the overall encompassing theme Word. of yes. my work, you yes. know? And we've been like getting more and more into this on this podcast. Our audience is a huge fan of the witchy shit. Like we've done, we've had my neighbor who's a, well, my old neighbor who's a witch on. We've had Maddie Murphy from the Cosmic RX. Like we're getting, we're getting so much more into this, implementing it into our daily lives. And it doesn't feel crazy anymore. It feels so baked into like millennial and Gen Z's routines, whether it be like checking CoStar in the morning or like popping up a manifestation journal or just journaling in general. Like I think y'all's like sector of work is needed and wanted now more than ever. Do you feel that? Yeah, I mean, and I felt that a few years ago. I was like, wow, astrology is huge. And that was in 2016. And I mm. felt that in 2014. And <laughs> I felt that in 2013. And like, I felt that in 2011. Like, it's just, wow. it keeps, yeah. um, it keeps building and it yeah. keeps growing. And I think it's really beautiful. I think that it's a yeah. really cool thing because ultimately it is obviously, you know, you have astrology memes and yeah. those are fun. Yeah. And sure. we love to like, you know, we love Make to call out yeah. our stereotypes, <laughs> but yeah. For those who want to take it to the next level, which I think is really what's happening, yes. is that people are interested in going beyond just the memes, going mm -hmm. beyond the horoscope and being mm -hmm. like, but how could this actually be a tool yes. for wellness, for yes. spiritual mental wellness? Yes. And I, I think that, a you know, a more honest society, a more mm -hmm. honest consciousness, uh, a consciousness that is not afraid to, like, embrace its truth and embrace yeah. its totality is like... I, I want to fuck with that place. And, you know, I'm finding it to be like another piece of how I communicate with people. Like I find myself asking people what their signs are after like meeting them for five minutes. And like with my partner, who's not really so into this, whatever you want to call it, um, I tell him and this is what kind of like turned him on to it being like, OK, fine, is that it's another way of facilitating communication. So if I know he's being such a fucking Libra, like I will <laughs> like bake that into my thought process before I go fucking Leo off at him, which I know Leo and Libra are like the best combo of love. So it can get, it can, it, it complements really well. Like this study complements our relationship really well. And so I, I, that's how I was kind of able to turn them into it a little bit where I'm like, it's just like the Myers Briggs. It's just like your fucking, uh, what are the other personality tests or whatever. But I, there's so much more exactly what you're saying. There's so much more than just like your Zodiac sign and your identity. Like I've identified as a Leo from the day I was born. You could look up Leo in the dictionary. There would be my photo <laughs> at that from like day one, but there's all this other shit and I say shit, but I mean like beautiful shit that's involved with this work, like 
manifesting, like moon relationships, like um, abundance work, like boundaries. I'm learning so much through this lens of understanding and it feels so emotional. I don't know if like you can touch on what are kind of like these branches off of astrology that people can use that aren't just like the memes. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that a hundred, well, first of all, I'm a Leo too. So Leo oh to Leo. This <laughs> Leo to Leo. Sense. It's almost our birthday season. And says, finally. <laughs> We're in cancer uh, season right now, but I think when this comes out, mm, when does Leo season start? End of July. Ooh, we might be just going into Leo season. So this is great for us. Well, I just made, I just made a video um, <laughs> that like, that was like sort of a call to Leo and being oh. like, this is only for Leo's. If you're not a Leo, don't watch this. And then the video was basically being like, okay, bitches, what are we doing for our birthday? Yes. And I was talking with my partner about how obnoxiously Leo it is because we are like literally in cancer season. Like we are not in Leo season. So no. the fact that it's like I'm just like bypassing yeah, three cancer. weeks of cancer season. Yes. Like, okay, Leos, listen the yes. fuck up. Cancer it is our season. It's actually <laughs> Leo season. It's Yeah, it's it's planning. our pregame. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that we're on the same fucking wave, like, bitch. But like, seriously, we should chat afterwards like what are we doing for our birthdays but anyway. what are we doing for our birthdays yes so there are those branches yes and I but for me when I so I also very I think when you're a Leo and when you're certain signs you do get a lot of feedback from a very young age about like oh you love to perform or you like to be at the center yeah. of attention or you know if you're a cancer or a Scorpio or a water so sign like oh you're so moody yeah. emotional intuitive but for me, you know, just sort of, yes, there were a lot of things that as a Leo I identified with. Mm -hmm. But then there were a lot of things where I was like, but that's not fully it. You mm -hmm. know, that's really not the full picture. Because a lot of what I would read about Leo was sort of like, wants to be the center of attention no matter what. Yeah. And like, I don't feel that way. I'm yeah. super fucking sensitive. So like, if I find that somebody else needs to be sort of spotlighted, like I'm like mm. happy to pass, you know? Mm. I'm also like pretty stern like I'm pretty yeah. serious and when I found my birth chart 10 years ago and I saw that I was a Capricorn rising uh, that I'm a Pisces moon uh, and I started to understand the dimensionality not just right. to to myself but right. that astrology offers yeah it allowed me to start being comfortable being more whole and being right. more myself because right. my big struggle and what I really outline in the book, the upcoming book is how fragmented my life was. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was living many different lives and many different truths. And it yeah. felt very hard to sort of find the common thread mm -hmm. that anchored everything that I am and mm -hmm. was. And I found that through astrology. I found mm -hmm. the ability to like be very extra, very Leo, and also be extremely intuitive, very yeah. sensitive, Pisces moon, hardworking, Capricorn. stern, rigid, Capricorn yeah. rising, like all of these things that might seem almost contradictory mm -hmm. coexist in me. Wow. And when I started to learn how to work with that and embrace that, and then over the time, as I continued to study and I started to build up a client practice and, you know, wow. grow as a practitioner, yeah. I started to apply those techniques to the people that I was working with. And then for this book, I wanted to be like, okay, well, now how everyone. do I? Yeah, everyone, every, everyone now. Everyone, come like, on, come on. <laughs> exactly. And that's 
I think that that's really how, at least yeah. for me, how it unfolded as a tool mm-hmm. to make sure to really hold me accountable to telling the truth, to telling mm. my truth, to doing the things that are honest to me um, and to not being not being afraid of being who I am. I love that. And just so you know, when you were talking about being sensitive, I'm a Gemini moon and rising. So oh, God wow. Bless my fucking partner really just pride and emotion. Um, how was the uh, gemini season eclipses for you was it crazy bitch when i tell you the rules of threes i didn't really talk about it on the podcast but my father almost died oh my my god he's fine now it was like a freak accident we got robbed and we had to move in two weeks and find a place and then during when we the day we were supposed to move, I we got stuck in New York City. Our flight got grounded and we had to stay overnight. So I had to cancel our moving day and move it. The rules of three. That was all during the eclipse. Oh, shit. When that I tell w- you I lived through it, honey, I was just waiting to come out the other side with a big breath of fresh air. But I actually like I used these practices to get through it. I have my like little manifestation texts that come in every day that remind me like my mantra work that like I was able to tap into. I 100% believe that I am a different and better person because of the star work that I'm like tapping and leaning into. But I will say like when you started to talk, I was like, yes. Okay. So like, I feel like everyone gets past the memes and they're like, now I'm looking more into like rising and moon. I feel like that's the next level of it. And then I remember reading in your second book about like your intro of how you got into this work. And I started to kind of read of like the history. And then we start to go into like the houses and then I get completely lost. Like there is a lot, it feels like math, but it's not math. And it feels like that equation where all the numbers are like dancing around. And I'm like, okay, I know my birth (laughs) chart. I got it tattooed on my arm. I have an astrologer who's based out of Lisbon that I connected with on like a European vacation once. And it was like, we have our readings every now and then, but I want to know more. Like I want to get into that next level of it. So like for people out there who do want, what do you recommend to like level up our game? So I, in back in 2019, also a pre-COVID thing, I started a virtual community called the Constellation Club. Yeah. And it has been, I mean, it was, you know, tank, right? There are no yes. coincidences. Like we started building the infrastructure and a platform for a virtual community before the entire world became virtual, Yes, which was awesome because then when everything was on our computers and our phones and that it was, it was our social life. Yeah. It wasn't just an extension of our social life. It became our social life. Right. Uh, there was already a platform a that community. was set up that, yeah. yeah. And a community that like supported it. So the Constellation Club has grown. We have over 1,200 members from crazy. all around the world. Congrats. Yeah, it is crazy. That's amazing. It's crazy because it's just, to me, what's super cool is that we have so many people from so many different backgrounds, from so many different places mm. um, on this beautiful planet. And we're all connecting under these, under the auspices of astrology compassion, Mm. curiosity, wanting to create a safe space to learn and discover and to explore. And like, to me, it's like, you know, when we had 30 members, I was like, I can't believe there's 30 people who like, (laughs) you know, like, that's so cool. You know, that's so cool. Look at that glow up. Yeah, that there's 30 people who want to be in community together. And 
you know, as we continue to grow, um, we've also been able to start to release even more resources. Mm. So, you know, we do um, podcasts that are exclusive for the community. We have videos that are exclusive for the community. Mm. We have these like 40 page deep in-depth PDF guidebooks about I think astrology. I yeah, we I have them I on astrology. Them, yeah. We have them on numerology. We have them on crystals. We have them on tarot. So like oh. anything that you're like, I'm kind of curious about this. And we have two membership levels and the first one is $5. So it's like, I wanted to make something super affordable so that people could just come in and know that they're getting like really solid quality information um, through sort of a trustworthy community. And I think I'm a trustworthy and ethical practitioner. I I approve confidants, just so you know, all links below have been approved by me. Perfect. (laughs) That is, that is the verification I needed. There you go. And then there's a second tier to the membership, right? Is that like a little more intense? Well, the second tier is $20. So it's not really that you know, I would say that it's not like a major, uh, there yeah, are cocktails that are more expensive. Right. Yeah. In New York City, yes. And Los yes. <laughs> um, but it, you have access to our bi-monthly coven meetings. So oh. we are going to be doing one actually at the time of this recording. <laughs> we have our coven meeting for the new moon in Cancer tonight. Yum. So we always do a manifestation ritual. I interface with different members of the community, see how you doing, how's this moon treating you, this new moon, this full moon, whatever. And it's like kind of, you know, it's our touch point mm. um, where we really, we check in. We Some of the members have been there since 2019. So wow. it's been almost two years yeah. and we've grown together. Aww. We are sort of, we know each other's narratives. We know what <sighs> we're all going through. And Yeah, it's a really, it's a very sacred space. I love that because, you know, like for me, I thought getting better at astrology was getting better. Oh my gosh, hold on. Not to like completely time out, but I feel like this is an important thing to say on the podcast. Yes. So I moved, right? And there is, my office looks directly into my next door neighbor's bedroom slash outdoor area. And I've been watching him because he is so attractive. And I can't figure out if he's European or gay because he's so stylish. Like, there's no way a straight American dude looks this cool. And for the first time now, he's sitting outside drinking a cup of coffee and looks like meditating. And wow. I'm not- The weather is getting warmer, so it is time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now that I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortless, effortless, less, yeah, effortlessly chic year after year, like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from 30 doll hairs, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. I can confirm this. I'm actually wearing Quince pants right now. You are. They are so, they're, they're loose, they're breezy. These babies have a button, a fly, drawstring, and elastic in the band. So I can like, I can dress them up, I can dress them down. Yes. They are, they're the perfect 
pant for summer and I'm really comfortable as hell in them. Honestly, I am wearing the Quince 14 karat gold earring loop right now. Oh my God. I know. I think it's so cute. It does not tarnish. It is so comfy and I have sensitive ears so I'm really loving this for my body. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Kelsey for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Kelsey to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Kelsey. Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? <laughs> you are talking to two sober Sallies. You know Zach and I love to drink recess zero-proof craft mocktails because it's a guilt-free way to unwind. It has 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, and it is sweetened with agave because y'all know I got that sugar addiction. It has incredible flavors. One of my favorites is the grapefruit Paloma. The Paloma is actually one of the last drinks I was drinking when I was drinking alcohol. So this is like a nice little nostalgia moment and it still feels really fun in my hand. And there's no reason we should be missing out on the partying either. It's such a good replacement for alcohol, a great drink for having in between alcoholic drinks, unwinding at home, at dinner parties, chilling on the couch. It is endless. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Like, oh. I need to just name that because I feel like this is going to be like a thing on the podcast where I'm constantly like always working from right here where he's and I, he's so fine like so hot wow wow like, wow, wow. I'm in an open relationship because I have my boyfriend right here outside on the patio also meditating and this guy I have two meditating hot dudes in my vision whoa and I feel wow. like this is crazy well that I mean that's on Gemini life right hey bitch and then when you were talking about crystals I don't know if you can see this but all of a sudden as soon as we started talking my crystal necklace started like twirling up and really like, thought, like this is never like this like it started to kink and like get weird and I'm like what the fuck and I was picking at it I was hoping you weren't noticing like I wasn't trying to be rude but I was like why all of a sudden is this like kinking it was very strange Ooh. very spooky okay time in time back in back to what i was saying <laughs> thank you for letting me go on that tangent my adderall has not kicked in yet um i always thought the next level up of being good at astrology was knowing how to identify someone's zodiac sign when i meet them because no. right now i'm like you must be a cancer and they're like uh aquarius like something so <laughs> not even close where i'm like oh i'm not i'm not getting better at this and then i was like wait Am I supposed to be an expert in all the signs? I feel like that's a thing where people want you to know how to read each sign really well. Is that like, can we skip that and just focus on ourselves and go into the community and work well, on the Yeah, I mean, fuck yeah. Than, like if somebody asks me to guess their sign, it's a no. It's a Leo me. because you're so obsessed with yourself. <laughs> well, <laughs> has to be. No, I mean, it's 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 dumb to guess people's signs. Mm. Um, the reason is because some people are going to give you a lot of solar energy. Some mm. people are going to give you a lot of lunar energy. Some people are going to give you their rising sign. Like it depends. Right. It really depends on who that you're person multifaceted, is. Multifaceted. Yes. And said. how they relate to their chart. Yes. So like the person who you're guessing cancer and is like Aquarius, like that, their moon could be Aquarius. Their yes. rising could be Aquarius. And they might not even know. Exactly. They might not even know your shit. And then you're just going to feel like, oh, I don't know anything. I'm yes. dumb, dumb. But really yes. it's like, no, it's just, 
that's one facet yes. of a much bigger puzzle, you know? Yes. And that's what I want the confidants to hear with this is like the way you've built a community. And I think that's like number one for me is like finding your people that like you can connect with because I am ingesting this stuff on the regs, but it's very like by myself. Like I'm doing the journaling work, like I do the mantras every single day, but I want to find my people and I want to find my coven or my, you know, crew. And I feel like that's important for people to know is like that exists, that's out there in multitudes of ways. Like just go to fucking Instagram or TikTok and you'll find like sound bath healing centers on uh, Echo Park at 11 a.m. every Sunday or whatever. But I feel like if how do you know when you've found like the right maybe teacher or guide or community? Like how how will we know? Well, you know, I would say that it's intuition, but I don't Mm. think that that's fair because Mm. I do think that a lot of this work is also building a relationship with your intuition. We can't assume that everyone has a very healthy and fine-tuned intuition Mm. because intuition and anxiety um, often (laughs) develop simultaneously in tandem. Um, Intuition (laughs) – yeah, I mean intuition is a – Sorry, there's a siren. I don't know if you can See, hear it. I wouldn't have even noticed, but that's New York. You that's will. New York City, baby. That's New York City. Yeah. Sorry, there's a pizza flying at my window right now. <laughs> pizza um, rat. Just like, <laughs> right Truly. Um, I don't know if you could. You're probably going to be able to hear it in a second because it's oh, going to okay. come whirling down the street. I think oh, your voice is like covering it. Beautiful. Okay. It stopped yeah. also. There we go. Um, so I would say, so not intuition because, you know, one of the things that I feel is something that we need to always be working on is intuition. Can and you like, talk more about that? Sure. Yeah. So like intuition and, you know, let's say intuition, highly sensitive people. And then I often refer to these people as also psychic, right? Which mm. I found through this work is like, that's where people are like, whoa, 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 yeah, I'm not many. psychic. Yeah. I'm extremely intuitive and I could read people's minds, but I'm not psychic. And it's like, What's okay, the problem here? I think here? that's me. <laughs> I think I'm highly sensitive and like maybe a little psyche. Yeah. I mean, being psychic is I, – I, I know that there is definitely a lot of stigma around it. I think because we associate for some reason like psychics and fortune tellers with like con artists. But those right. aren't fortune tellers. Right. Those are just con artists. Like right. the point is, is Frauds. that you could be a con artist in any field, in any right. industry. Right. Um, but, you know, being psychic is really just having extrasensory – abilities Mm -hmm. that give you information beyond the five senses that exist in the physical world. Oh my God. Can I give you you an example of something spoopy that happened? I didn't mean to turn you off, but like this, this is what solidified my, my idea of that. I think I'm a little bit psyche. We were staying at an Airbnb for a wedding a couple weeks ago and I just felt off. Like as soon as I got in there, I just felt very off. I didn't like it. I couldn't like stay in any of the bedrooms and we were with a group of people. So there was like six of us and I like couldn't settle. And I, I like definitely didn't want to sleep in this one room. And I just felt weird the whole time. So I like texted my witch friend. She's like, just keep following that. Like, just keep leaning into it. And I was like, fine. So I went around the house and I found a couple bits of information that I learned about the owner. And I was like, okay, maybe it's something about the owner that's like upsetting or creepy. And I kept Googling him and finding out more and more. And then I found out that he had a son who died by suicide in the house. And I literally, like, before I found that information out, I told the group, I was like, I don't want to be weird. You guys might think I'm, like, fucking crazy. But, like, I feel like something really bad happened here. But not bad in a way that was, like, 
done to something, it feels like just something bad and tragic happened here. And like, he's not telling us that he's not like haunting us, but I feel like someone is fucking with us. Like, toying around with us and essentially like then we found out that the son died by suicide in that house and I felt like they they the kid was fucking with us being like my parents airbnb out my house that like I my childhood bedroom is in what the fuck and like then we found out that information and I was like drop the mic I'm walking away like I get chills just even thinking about it because oh I my god fucking felt that shit and I was like all right bitch I need to lean into this shit more so sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you but I had no. to tell you that like intuition story that you're talking yeah about. okay so you're fully psychic like there's just no that's like there should be no ifs ands or buts about it yeah like that's that's no question crazy and it felt crazy yeah so you were able to be in an environment and use senses beyond yes. the five yeah to receive information yes and to have an experience I'm and that chills. is simply what it is I'm like getting chills on the back of my neck and like head right now even just talk, like listening to you talk about it yeah I mean that's a very intense experience but I would say you know tank there are no coincidences so what that also means is that you need to keep moving with that yes. you know you yes. have the ability to pick up on those types right. of energies and those types mm. of narratives so like the the the, uh, the fact that you even had that experience is indication of the fact that you need to be continuing to work with it. So like all the confidants listening out here, if you've had any like witchy experiences and you're looking for community, this is your sign to like move forward into that. And so I before I so rudely cut you off, you were talking about like what else we can use to know to find the community that like feels right for us. Yes. So I would say that, you know, coming into a space where you feel comfortable being yourself in whatever version of that looks like and wherever you are, you know, like one of the things in the Constellation Club and one of the reasons that I think it is a safe community for people is that it is an environment where people can sort of be like, hey, I had this like weird dream. Can anyone help me interpret it? And people mm. are like, me, 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 let me help. Oh, right. And like, cool. that's so cool because oftentimes we might be embarrassed mm -hmm. or trepidatious or be like, I don't want to like do I don't want to put this in the group chat, you know, right. like this feels yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. So I would say that finding community is really about like finding a place where you feel like you can express yourself as right. you need to express yourself and mm. be supported in that process. And it sounds a little bit like therapy because like even just you asking about how the eclipse went for me and it was obviously insane and me being able to talk about like the three, you know, I, I was like, oh my God, it comes in three. Is it here? We're waiting for the last shoe to drop. Like being able to talk <laughs> to you about that or like, you know, someone in my life who understands like we're going through an eclipse and things are going to be really intense. Like it feels therapeutic. And is, do you think of this as like a modality in, the, in like therapy at all? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think that it's therapeutic. Absolutely. And I think yeah. that we are um, attending to mental health. And yes. I think that we're attending, I think that mental health and spiritual health coexist. 100%. But, you know, I'm still at, at this time in 2021, I don't think that the greater collective society has been able to appreciate, um, you know, non social science sciences, mm. you know, like this is definitely an art, yes. but it is also a therapeutic art. And it mm -hmm. also is an art that speaks to mental and spiritual well-being. Right. But you know, it's interesting because we as astrologers, we in sort of like the spiritual community are always encouraging our 
clients to go to therapy and to yeah. go to, you know, to to use like the more traditional modalities to continue to enhance their lives however right. they need to. But I don't think the same, it, I don't think it goes both ways. Right, There's right. not a, le- a lot of reciprocity from the other side. I don't think that therapists are often telling their clients, their patients to like go to an astrologer. Oh but gosh. I think that they coexist. I think yeah. that they are really yes. important. Yes. So I'm actually looking for a new therapist. I advertise better help on the platform. I always talk about it. The confidants know I'm obsessed. There's probably going to be an ad in this episode for it, but my therapist left better help to open up her own physical practice. And so she was like, I think it's time you find a new therapist. And so funny you mentioned that because on my list of like what I'm going to ask them or like what to interview new therapists, one of my questions is, are you spiritual? Do you believe in the stars? And like on top of what books are you reading? Or like, do you go to therapy? But for me, I feel like I need a therapist who isn't going to roll their eyes when I say like, we're going into retrograde, like things are totally crazy. And I'm finding that that's starting to exist in the younger generation. Like I do feel like I'm seeing more of us be in touch with that is there like a reason like my parents don't read their (laughs) their zodiac you know signs every day like is there a reason why it's so hot and popping with us they may have at a certain point you know I think that there were you know in the sort of last 50 years of astrology there has been there were some really interesting things you know like in the 60s and 70s it was obviously like extremely popular yeah and we didn't have social media so it was popular it was in magazines there were like uh, a lot of zines yeah um there but there was definitely like brands that were like using zodiacs right. to sell their products just yeah. like today wow. um and then in the 80s um nancy reagan hired joan quigley as an astrologer on government payroll Oh, and I bitch. really think what? I know. I mean, I'm obsessed with Joan Quigley. That's so cool. <laughs> it is so cool. But I think that on a collective level, I think that that made people be very. I mean, first of all, the Reagans are like not cool, right? I was going to so, like, say, the, don't we hate her them? Or yeah, like, we, the else? Reagans are like really not but cool. That's a They're not cool hip. Thing she did. It's a cool <laughs> thing she did. So it's kind of confusing, right? And then it's like should someone be on government payroll who's an astrologer like what are the ethics of that like that's right. kind of strange or yeah. is it but like I think it was just honestly confusing for people I think uh. that it made astrology and like whether or not astrology was cool or if it was yuppie because right. Reagan's were like the yuppie yes. the the symbol of yuppieism yes. um, <laughs> and then I think that there was sort of a you know I think that the pu- the pendulum swung backwards mm-hmm. and But in the 90s, when I was a kid, when I was growing up, I mean, there was still like all like I would get like my little Zodiac wristlet and I would get like (laughs) like all of my journals were like, what sign are you? So like I there was astrology stuff, but I really think that what took it to the next level was social media. I think that social media was the catalyst Mm -hmm. for disseminating this information and reaching a lot of people who wouldn't have necessarily been exposed to it otherwise. Right. So I feel like we've like talked only for five minutes, but it's been 45. I cannot believe it. I don't know how that's possible. I don't, I say this every episode. I'm just like, this goes by so fast because everyone's so fantastic to listen and talk (laughs) to. But I do want to give the confidants a little bit of like heads up for Leo season, like what we do have to come. If you have any information to uh, relay to us, I would like, I think this is probably going to come out not next week, but the week after. 
So do you have any information to communicate about what we've got coming up for Leo season? And that's just selfishly me asking too. Well, first of all, when is your birthday? August 16th. I'm August 18th. My mom's <gasps> August 19th. I'm going to write it in my calendar for you. Oh my gosh. 18th. Oh my God. She's doing it right now. Yes. Oh, your birthday's on a Wednesday <laughs> this year. I'm going to be on in Croatia for your birthday. Oh. I'll celebrate for you. <laughs> Thank you. Are you going to be in Croatia for your birthday? I'm going to be in Amsterdam for my birthday. Oh, cool. Uh, Confidants, cool. I might do an episode about this, but I'm going to maybe do a mushroom trip. And I've never really, like, done a full dose mushroom trip in my life. And I'm thinking maybe for my birthday that might be, like, a fun thing to do in Amsterdam, potentially. Potentially. Or it could know. be a disaster. But or either way. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, it's kind of, like, extremes it's either way. Extreme. Yes. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. That'll <laughs> be another episode. But, yes, I would love to know what we've got coming up. So for – other, in addition to our birthdays, yes. which like obviously are national holidays. Yes, put it in your calendars. <laughs> it should already be in your yeah, calendar, to be honest. Year, it should be already yes. like <laughs> inserted through Gmail. Yeah. Um, we have two full moons in Aquarius this Leo season. So this is really, really cool because usually there's only one full moon per zodiac mm-hmm. sign. But in Leo season, we have at the very beginning of Leo season, I know, July 23rd. And then on August 22nd, we have two full moons in Aquarius. Wow. So that second full moon is actually a blue moon. <gasps> that is what is referred to as a blue moon. Blue moon and the beer. That's all I know about blue moon. That's all you well, that's actually not all you need to know. <laughs> what you need to know, what you need to know about it is that this is going to be sort of like Leo season in and of itself is going to be sort of a container. There's Ooh. going to be an entire because I like to think of astrology very much as with a narrative, you know, like yeah. it's a cycle, so we go through yes. a story. So right. Leo season, in a way that is is sort of more pronounced than other years, is actually its own, you know container where it has its own beginning and then it has a storyline and then it concludes the con- so we have two mm, sort of like nice. bookends yeah so I so setting intentions for the first full moon in Aquarius yes. in July and then tracking those you know using the new moon in Leo as kind of like your um that's kind of like your milestone your yes. check-in point and then coming back around to the final full moon in Aquarius to see what has changed wow. so I'm going to be really encouraging people to be like okay what is something that you can accomplish mm-hmm. achieve mm-hmm. feel like there is a 28 day resolution around Ooh. and because Leo season is like such a sort of neatly packaged little gift yeah. with a bow Go and figure. it's it's like disco themed because it's fucking leo so it's perfect Bet. i want to put a disco ball in my backyard I'm i like, have one literally up right here in stop. my in my apartment okay see this is too funny so you know you said to set intentions for the full moon and i always wondered like does that just look like me in my backyard shouting at the full moon like how do i take most advantage of like what a full moon practice looks like so i like to th- say that new moons are like the inhale and full moons are the exhale of our manifestation practice. Mm. So generally speaking, we are planting seeds, setting intentions, making wish lists during the new moon. And then during the full moon, we are letting go of what Mm. is not serving us. We are releasing. We are purging. Mm. We are because we have this visibility. You know, we have the illumination of the moon so we can really see everything clearly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to say also that, you know, werewolves 
aren't just there on the full moon. It's only that we can see them during the ah. full moon. They're there 24-7. I love that. But during the full moon, we could be like, oh, my gosh, like I'm – you know, I'm self-sabotaging or like right. this person sucks or like right. I hate my fucking job in right. a way that we may not be able to have that exposure to if it wasn't for the full moon. Mm, that's really good to know. I feel like I haven't heard it put that way with the breath in and the breath out. And so I'm going to be looking forward to like letting go. I, I like that. And it, it, I love containers because that gives me an end goal or like a way to put routine. So I'd love to hear from the confidants. Maybe leave a comment below like what... 28 day thing can we do together what are you guys going to do for this little contained piece of um our year yes um, yes i would love i and in the constellation club we have this manifestation accountability group so ooh. we can like work together but beyond that even if you are working with in whatever community you're working with whether it's a community of fellow podcast listeners or a community of you and your best friend or just like a community of yourself yes which i don't know if it's a community but it, fuck yeah it's a community yeah. why not um i would say like really using the calendar the the lunar calendar mm. to track is the most amazing thing that you can do because mm. it changes the way that you experience time rather Ooh. than seeing time like, oh, it's July or like, oh, yeah. it's the summer. It's like, oh, within a 28 day cycle, a lot can change. There's yes. a lot that can happen. Yes. There's a lot of growth potential. Right. So it's that. like breaking it into those pieces actually makes it much more um accessible to be yes. able to set manifestations and set intentions and do all of that magical work. I love seeing the year differently. Like instead of months, you're looking at moons and I have like yes. a moon calendar somewhere in my closet. You are a full blown witch. I mean, I'm that's just, you, but I, I also don't want to feel like a fraud. Like I have these things, but I need to like, I, I'm getting deeper into it. So I don't feel like a fraud. I just, I'm on my journey, which I feel really, really solid about. Who isn't? Bitch, I love you. You're, you're amazing. <laughs> Alicia Kelly, where can the confidants find you? Give us all your info, please. So I am Aliza Kelly everywhere. A-L-I-Z-A-K-E-L-L-Y. So that's on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok. It's on .com. Um, it, I'm, I'm on the internet. She's out I'm here. I'm a person of the internet. Yeah. And definitely check out, do we know when the book is out? Yes. Its Ooh. launch date is September 21st. <gasps> oh, my God. And gosh. if you know that Earth, Wind & Fire song, which also like astrology, Earth, Wind yes. & Fire, do you remember the 21st night of September? There you go. That is a fucking tank. There I had go. no idea. That was coincidence. We love to see it. We love, love to, to see, see it. it. We can't wait for the book. I am going to get, can we pre-order? Is it pre-order Please, yet? please pre-order. Okay. Is it like Amazon links will be below kind of thing? Absolutely. Amazing. Well, Lisa, thanks so much, Confidant. Don't forget to check out all the links below. Don't forget to rate this podcast five stars. If it's less than five stars, don't read it at all because I'm sensitive. Speaking of being sensitive, <laughs> the merch is out. You can get that on my website or on Thought Catalog. And while you're there, why don't you pick up a book for you or your friend? And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.